Have you ever thought about creating your own podcast? Uh, Certainly you must like podcasts because you're listening to this one and I'm sure many others. Well, if you've ever thought to yourself, I bet I could do that better, or I have a subject that I'd like to make a podcast for, then you can go ahead and do that very easily using Anchor.fm. In fact, Anchor.fm is the site that I use to host this very podcast. And what I like about it is they provide me all the tools and walk me through all the steps to not only creating my podcast, but very easily taking care of all the necessary details for distributing it as well. So if you want to go ahead and easily create your own podcast, start today on Anchor.fm. That's Anchor.fm. So I'm sitting here trying out my new Zoom H1N audio recorder to replace my old, somewhat uh, suffering Zoom H1. And it's interesting to me because one of the first things I picked up on wasn't the increase in audio quality or anything like that, amazing battery life or any of the new you know, functionality that's supposed to be in it. The first thing I picked up on was how they had gone through and realized all the problems with the original controls and addressed a lot of those issues. And it got me to thinking about the evolution of design and how these clunky, somewhat awkwardly placed switches that were on the first version are now replaced with buttons that are all right there on the front panel so I can operate it literally with just my thumb as opposed to having to sort of rotate the device like a a Rubik's Cube almost and, and switching all these little switches to get the setup that I wanted. And so that before I'd even turned it on, I realized like this was a this was a great investment. And so I got to thinking about some other things too. And how the opposite is happening on some devices that just has been driving me crazy and, and I think the trend is now reversing. But you know, having these manual controls, these actual controls, these buttons on the front here that I can operate without having to look at the device once I know where they are and what they do is fantastic. And how the exact opposite has been happening with cameras and how it drives me crazy. And what I mean by this is I love my old cameras. I love the cameras that I used to have in the film days and some of the ones that I have now where it had the manual controls. It had dials and and that that I could turn to set the ISO or you know even on the lens where I could set the aperture or the, the the shutter speed you know these wonderful manual controls that I could operate and reach for without ever having to remove my eye from the viewfinder and it was fantastic I could operate my camera without ever having to look down at it for the most part but these days in the the claim of uh, usability evolution you know we have cameras and devices with all these touch screens and on cameras, for me, it, it just drives me crazy. You know, first of all, you have the problem where if you have a touch screen on the back and you put the camera to your face, uh, you know, sometimes you can accidentally change settings or take pictures just by your face being too close or touching the screen. I don't know. Maybe my nose is too big. Maybe that's the problem. I don't know. But I also have to look down to find the things, the controls that I want to change. I have to touch the screen and change them and then put the camera back up to my eye or or look through the back and recompose it and surely that's that's a bad thing isn't it 
I'm allowing this technology to get in the way of my creative process. You know, I might be in a situation where I don't have time to, to look down and screw around with these settings because if I don't take the picture now, the moment's gone. So it's interesting to me that in as much as some things in design evolve for the better, some seemingly claiming to be for the better actually make things worse. And I, I guess the disappointing part is people who've never used for example, these older cameras with these manual controls, or at least manually accessible controls, I should say, um, they don't realize it's a problem, right? Maybe it is because I'm used to that, and I don't know, maybe I'm too old and I, I want that, but I love being able to focus on the moment and not care about having to look down at a device to change a setting. To me, that's just perfect. Now, the good news is I'm noticing some manufacturers and hopefully this is the trend in particular Fuji who's doing very well at this and to a greatly lesser extent Sony where they are now putting back these at least control dials or control surfaces that I can use and pro you know maybe I can program them to be what I want them to be a shutter control speed or an aperture ISO, focus point, something like that. But at least I have these tactile surface controls going back on devices now. And for me right now, um, compared to my Canons, which, you know, I love the image quality, but I'm finding these Fuji cameras with these old school designs of manual controls really attractive for that one reason alone. And so it's interesting. And, you know, I, I wonder what your thoughts are on this. But for me, Taking some of the old school design and incorporating that with newer technology, that's a win for me right there.